0: Welcome to another adventure of... Yep, Magical Negro. And the Yellow Peril. Oh my god. Um, So I'm just going to comment real quick. If anything (laughs) happens to this recording, or to us after this recording, just understand it's because the app pissed me off and I said I would never rate it. (laughs) So, there's I, a little forewarning, right? I <laughs> just mentioned that I am always afraid
1: to say never, because I feel like my apps will turn on me, like some horrible B-horror movie, so I just always say later. This is how Skynet starts, right? Hanna, you never rated me, then on Connor, you never rated me. I don't need that in my future.
0: I don't need that. I don't want it. You know, oh I mean, there's not. just an easy way to stop the Terminators and just load them up with the newest iTunes. And watch them slow down and stop, <laughs> right? Like, that's all you
1: need to do. Oh, iTunes. Oh, I just can't with <laughs> them. I'm a Spotify man, I admit it. Loud oh. and proud. So, anything you're geeking on? Um, well, first, let me explain. I have a story. Oh, yeah, the story. I am late to come to this recording because... <laughs> I went to get on the BART to come over to Yellow Peril's house. And then? And I got stepped on the escalator... And as I rose into the sky, I heard a voice. A loud voice from above me. And I could not make out the words that this loud voice was yelling. And so my ass started to, like, you know, back down the escalator a little bit. I was like, um, I can't really hear, but yelling is not a good sign. Yeah, that's
0: usually a sign of drama.
1: Right? I know my train is there, but I'm like, you know what? My life is important. Right. And then, like, I don't hear anything, so I let the escalator carry me up a little bit, and then I hear what sounds like a white man yelling, bullet! Bullet! And my black ass tore down that up escalator like it was on fire. I was like, and... Down, and yeah. I can hear this man yelling. And I go to the Bart booth because I'm like, surely someone's up in arms about this. Surely, like the person in the booth who is looking at the cameras is like, something's going on up there. Is there. It empty? No, it's, she's there? But she's just calmly watching the video. So I'm like,
0: is it I'm, safe? What's going? I
1: assume no one's. I asked this girl who came out down the stairs because. I also saw people duck into the stairs real quick, and I was like, that's my sign to go. Yeah, yeah. I have seen this happen way too many times on television. I don't need to know what's happening to know my black ass wants no part of it.
0: Well, especially with, like, our, like, our increased, like, reoccurrence of white man shooting madness, right? Exactly. Like, I do not want to be one of the victims when the police decide to talk him down, or just, you know, shoot you because you're Randomly. too dark, because, you know, like, well, you must be the problem. Exactly. Like, yeah.
1: Um, but luckily, I was told what he was yelling was a wallet that oh. he had found someone's wallet, and I'm like, "Well, you know what? Better safe than
0: yeah, yeah, than okay, dead." Okay.
1: So that is why I'm late getting so, here. So
0: I, the story I can relate that's distantly similar, walking down the street to get here at one time was uh, out of uh, out of a doorway, some dude throws down glass bottles. Smashing it right, it's like two in the afternoon, right? And he starts running out, screaming, "Berkeley has crack! Berkeley has crack!" And I'm just like, "I'm gonna jog across the street and not be here near this dude, right?" Like, because I'm like, "Yeah, Berkeley does have crack, and I suspect you may be one of the fine purveyors of it, like, or one of the customers, right? Right?" Like, I'm just like, somehow you're involved in this business of which I want nothing. Of. Nope, don't want to know about it. Don't need to know. Basic thing. You hear yelling, you see drama, you leave. That is how I live my life. Right. Mm Mm-mm. I don't need it. Yeah. Well, okay. What's positive besides escaping with your life from screaming dudes? (laughs) Um... Jeebus. Geek goodness. If
1: anything. I'm trying to think of my, my geek goodnesses. Oh. Well. I finally started reading Bitch Planet. Okay of which I've only read the first issue so far. I have four of them in my inbox. Um. I'm very excited to read it. That shit is deep. Mm. Um. That shit is deep.
0: So, so break it down for me, because the name sounds familiar, but I'm not paying.
1: Uh So, Bitch Planet is Kelly C. DeConnick. Lord, strike me down if I'm wrong, but I'm fairly certain it's Kelly C. DeConnick's comic. Mm-hmm. Um and it is a prison for women who don't conform to what a woman should
0: be. Hmm.
1: So, it's um, it's you know, you you know those old school movies where like someone goes to a prison and brings them together through sports. It's sort of like that. Okay. Like so there's a sport happening and there's a team being formed and blah blah blah. But these women are basically imprisoned for not conforming to what
0: the state believes a woman should be it'd be pretty interesting maybe to do a side- by-side read with that in Castle waiting right
1: it actually would be I mean yeah they'd be they're very different but I that would be interesting because
0: hmm I mean Castle waiting does this thing where it's really interesting where it has tension but does not take it to bad places this Even is though true. you always feel like oh my god what's gonna happen and then it's like we're actually going to keep this chill. And you're like, yeah, that actually is the more surprising part. That's like, wow, that turned out way better than what I thought it would.
1: Right? Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I think that, um, whereas, uh, you know, prison plan thing, I suspect, you know, is not really, it's deep. Yeah, it's deep so far. Um, and I need to get back to it. I've been very busy, um, because of, uh, life. <laughs> life and things I can't really talk about right now, but like busy, busy, stressed. So I haven't been reading as much. I have so many webcomics to catch up on. I have to catch up on Gunner Creek Court and The Endling. Right? Yeah. And The Endling and Ogloff and. Um,
0: hmm. I actually. One that I mentioned probably sometime back, Earthworld?
1: Yes, I love Earthworld. But then re- didn't the artists like. The
0: art, artist disappeared Leave for a or good, something. They, they lost one artist. They got a new artist. The new artist have family crisis, so they had a big delay. But now they're doing stuff pretty semi regularly. Okay. Um, and what's really interesting is that basically, uh, like, it, it they're doing some really interesting stuff, and you should catch up with it. Okay, I probably would have to reread it from the beginning. Yeah, like, but I mean point. the comics are short enough. Yeah, now. it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, Um, what was, oh, so the thing I started watching that I need to finish watching is this anime called Lagrange. Okay. And it's one of those ones that's sort of sitting at, like, the kind of middle range. I can't say it's great yet. Mm. Um, it's sort of like, "Eh, we'll see how this goes. But, premise-wise, Magical Girls with Mecha. Let me correct that. Lesbian Magical Girls with Mecha. Okay. So, you know, concept-wise, pretty good set. Um, yeah. The thing is, it's like, even though it's very well animated, like the fight scenes are just kind of so so, and it's a little slow in terms of how it directs the story. But the positive side is, um, it doesn't do, like, let's do intense, intense trauma to the girls, which happens a lot when you mix these things. Um, The characters are actually pretty interesting, and they kind of deal with their shit a lot faster than you often get in some anime. So, that's pretty interesting. Okay. Um, uh, the premise is basically humans left the Earth 20,000 years ago. As you do. Developed a super civilization. <laughs> but those of us who got left behind and stuck in the Ice Age are basically technologically behind. Except, uh, there was a part of the reason that Ice Age happened was because of a couple of their super weapons, which were Mecha. hmm And so now, some shit's going on in the Galactic Civilization, and they want their weapons back. Okay. But we're like, um, one, we didn't know you existed. Two, this is our planet, because you fucking abandoned us. And three, um, these are the only things we have to defend ourselves with from you guys. Mm -hmm. So you kind of forced us into a bad position. Yeah. And you're going to get what you're going to (laughs) get. So um, the galactic civilization is clearly uh, doing all kinds of shit to try and get the weapons. The weapons have weird prophecies about them. And the girls who end up uh, piloting, because there's three of them, each are on a different side. Because the Galactic Civilization has their own infighting, and the main character, her thing is that she's just some kid on Earth. Well, as yeah. you do. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's alright. I'm into season two. I'll see how I feel about it. It's just because, like, the story is so kind of lackadaisical, that's the reason I'm kind of like, eh, it's alright. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a, yeah. Yeah. A lot for just all right. Exactly. I mean, there are only 12 episodes. Okay, of seasons, well, that's not that bad then. But still, I'm just kind of like, eh, I could just be rewatching Hunter x Hunter. You, or you could be rewatching Gargoyles. Yeah. Like, there are a number
1: of things to rewatch. Someone. Someone just put up a Tumblr on Yes. God. You saw that. You I saw, saw that. that. Yes. It was fantastic. I
0: love the fact that they pointed out the gun
1: episode. That gun episode was traumatizing. Listen, they were right. It was a lesson well done without, like, being, like, a preachy moment. It was really good all around. But I remember watching that as a kid and being like, <gasps> Mazatun got shot. And not, like, a graze either. She gonna die. Yeah, she was in the <laughs>
0: hospital. They had the tube up her nose. Right? I was like, like holy shit.
1: Right. I don't know. That was, that was when Disney Disney cartoons got real with well, the gargoyles.
0: Well, I mean, there was also the, all the gargoyles getting smashed and killed. and it's like, I mean. Like, I saw that, I, I knew exactly what that meant. I said, um... That was not cute. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna blame y'all if you just go off on people.
1: Well, that's why I always supported Demona in that show. Demona
0: was really my crush. Right? I mean, when she just said humanity is a poison on the earth, I was kind of like... And honestly, has she been proven wrong? Right. Ever. No. Right. And I was just like, "Wow!" And then you got eternal youth because of uh, what's his name, Macbeth. Yes. Yeah, oh my like, god, that was, was just like, fantastic. You got eternal youth. You got strength. You've got a goal. You know magic and you know weapons. And Mecca, come on, where are you? You, what has gone wrong? Right. In your, well,
1: I mean, a lot has gone wrong in your life. That's I mean, why the you went down, thing down this is road. The point
0: is when she starts trying to kill other gargoyles, and I'm sort of like, No, 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 no. just stay, just stay the Magneto route. Be here for your people, and fuck everyone else. Exactly. that's all you need to do. Oh, Demona. And, you know, I always
1: love any show that has a Kree Summer voice acting or acting. Kree
0: Summer is just a genius. So, I'm going to say we just veered straight into our topic, which is Women Warriors, because Demona. Demona.
1: Demona has some heart. I've always loved Demona.
0: I like that her favorite weapon is a mace.
1: Yes. I I feel like I've mentioned this before, but I'm always... Not always. Sometimes the villains are just fucked up. But I, more than 50% of the time, I like the villains. Yeah. I'm on their side. I find them more interesting. I'm like, you got plans. You got plots. I appreciate this.
0: Well, the thing that always got me is when they have the like, they can't just have the villain be a villain for no reason, but the reason they usually have I'm like, so the villain got done wrong? Why right? are they the villain? Why are they the villain? They done got fucked over, and they are
1: in the right. Yeah. I, did, did you see that... Um, did you see that Tim Burton, I want to say? Because it makes me sad so that I automatically automatically... I connect the sadness in my soul about film to Tim Burton. Um, that Alice in Wonderland remake?
0: Oh, I did.
1: I think we mentioned it because it ends with like the Dutch East India Company uh, thing, yeah. which makes... Which is just, like, a fuck you to all people of color that Tim Burton put in there. I was like, that was unnecessary for the plot at all. You just wanted everyone to know, fuck you. Well, you know, hey, he's only
0: made how many decades of movies and he just doesn't like people of color to be in there at all. At all. You know, thank you for just being clear. Yeah. You know, all you need now is to just have your uh, Frank Miller rant so we can just put the final stamp on you, right? Right. (laughs) Okay, but the Alice in Wonderland, the whole premise
1: given for the Red Queen why she lost her shit and killed all these people, is that she was born with a large head. And people kept talking shit about her. her. You
0: mocked her.
1: Right. And then she went off on your ass like you needed to happen.
0: Right. It's like you keep talking about how big her is, well let's see how you are without one. Right. You know, like, don't. Well, there you go. Don't right. talk
1: shit if you can't handle the consequences. Right.
0: It's just like, ugh. I'm trying to remember, what was the last thing I saw which had, like, a villain where I was just like, but they're in the right. Why would you, like...
1: God, I feel like so many things are
0: that. Well, hard. I mean, that was the good thing, like, with them doing, uh Maleficent. You know, because yes. I was like, yeah, she got done wrong. She's not a villain at all. In well, I mean, her cursed in unknown kid was kind of but... But you know but, what?
1: But well, children. Well, but but like, children. There, sometimes children just need that, number one. And number two, I saw a great post on Tumblr, a different post about, um, I specifically, they were talking about the Little Mermaid and Ariel and her running off and doing things when she's a child. And they were like, "When you watch it as a child, and you're like, Ariel's right, and she deserves to be free, and all because this." You're a kid, and then don't. it's like at twenty, Ariel just needs to sit down and like listen. She ain't nothing but a stupid kid. And then at forty, you know what? Ursula had some good points, and I'm like, I feel like I'm on the Ursula tip all the time. I'm like, the villain had some good points here. Yeah. Maleficent, um, that was a hard movie for me just because of the, like, sexual violence analog with the wings thing. I was like, holy sweet Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. I, I, I felt like, that's mean, I'm not gonna say it. Um.
0: I, I liked the fact she was throwing dudes around in armor. Yes. That was dope. That was dope. Uh,
1: I liked her fighting. Um, she cursed a child. Who hasn't wanted well, to curse my, a child? My main thing was this: I
0: was like, "That's a small thing, even the fact that they were going to wipe all the fairy. Like, it's like you're going to commit genocide. They just said we're going to fuck over one of your children to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Like, non. It's a non-lethal weapon. Re-
1: <laughs> <it> re-
0: <laughs> cursed to sleep forever. That's a non-lethal weapon, right? <laughs> you know what? That's an
1: interesting though. That's an interesting view on it because um, the mainstream view on Maleficent as this villainous woman for cursing this one little girl, is totally the mainstream, like, conqueror view of, you did this one ineffectual thing, that gives us the right to wipe out your species. Yeah, yeah. Um... That's like some fucked up, that's some fairy genocide, and that's the genocide well, that was, in the real world. What was
0: great was the fairies weren't expanding the territory, they, they, they stayed in the same place right? for centuries. They didn't it's have, like, they didn't want nothing from you. And it's like, like, basically, it's not even like a thing where you went over there and you said, this is dope, we want this land. All you saw was brambles. So why did you want it? But because they, you couldn't have it. Yeah,
1: that's it. That, that is the basis, there's some truth in Maleficent. Right, it's There's that is a holy work. Um, that's... Mm. Um, so that's a badass woman.
0: I do like that we're starting to say, mm, I'm kind of two ways. Like, I feel like there's been a slow push of getting like, Hong Kong movies and Asian movies where uh, Asian women who can kick ass. Mm-hmm. Or women who can kick ass is getting into movies. But I feel the way Hollywood's doing it is pretty whack. Uh, yeah. like they're only starting to get, like, folks who can actually fight and can really do some stuff, right? Well... And it's like, even then, most of the time, they'd rather just get um, um, God, uh, Scarlett Johansson to just do everything. Oof. And it's sort of like, you, you guys know there's, like, tons of women kickboxers and martial artists and stunt women, like... Scarlett Johansson, you did not need to be in Ghost in the Shell.
1: Stay in your lane. I'm just every every ounce of respect I had for her after Avengers and um, uh, and Captain her Captain America too, Captain America too, and actually her album, which I really really liked with Pete Yorn. Oh. All of that's just gone. Um, ugh, Jesus, right? Um, but what I was going to say is Hollywood is always did, wanted would rather get a idealistic, like, size zero girl and train her how to pretend to fight than to get someone who can actually fight. Right. That's
0: always been Hollywood's preference. And that's actually one of the things, like, that actually, um, it's one of the reasons why, at least in terms of car- people who didn't look like Holly, you know, who don't look like, um, film material, but who make great fighting movies, like, um, um, Samo Right? oh I love that martial oh. law right yes
1: which was a great show right which gave us Kelly who right who was also
0: great and it's sort of like uh, and it's frustrating because I feel right now what we have is like books are usually about 15 20 years ahead of Hollywood mm-hmm. comics I mean, I feel like manga and comics are even further ahead by, like, another five years, even. Right? Well, yeah, like, and especially if
1: you're looking at, like, the creator-owned independent
0: comics, where, like, yeah. people are, like... In which case, we're talking,
1: like, two generations ahead, right? right? <laughs> where people are actually doing, like, some deep shit and aren't constrained by whatever the Big Two want to do. Right. Um...
0: Oh, okay, so on the note of Big Two, I'm gonna go to, like, one of my childhood favorites in terms of women warriors, She-Hulk. Oh, I love She-Hulk. I love She-Hulk because I like the fact that she didn't have to deal with transformations. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm She-Hulk all the time. Yes. I am a lawyer, and I beat ass. And she (laughs) was just like, I was just like, because she would come out of court in her business suit, get a call from Avengers or somebody, and be like, oh, okay, I'll go take care of it. And I was like, you have your life together. At the time, every hero and heroine had some drama going on about My life is torn into two identities. What do I do? And she's just like, fuck it. I'll knock someone out, and then I get my papers and go down to court. And I was like, okay.
1: Oh, She-Hulk. She-Hulk was, is an amazing character. Um, I've just, I've always enjoyed her. I think she's funny. Um... And she's an incredibly great
0: contrast to the Hulk. Yes, the Hulk is never in control of his shit. No, and his, and she's his powers Hulk. are just like pathos for him. Yeah, and right. she is always in control. I mean, there are moments where he's in control, but World War are, Hulk. Her power is her fulfillment. Like, yes, her powers are fulfilling, and I think that was one thing that a lot of women superheroes don't get. Their powers either are extremely um, crippling in some way, mm-hmm. or else they. Basically, do that now. It makes you crazy. And well, then you just become a plot point.
1: Let's the ultimate crippled superhero, Scarlet Witch. Well, no, I was going to say Rogue. Yeah, Rogue is not
0: even allowed physical contact. Like, yeah. uh, you want to hear something I found out just a month ago, which was pretty interesting and disturbing about Rogue.
1: Uh-oh, go ahead. So,
0: okay, so Rogue used to be part of the uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yes. So that's one thing. When Mystique was her adopted mom. She became... She started becoming good after she accidentally stole some of the last humanity from Rom the Space Knight.
1: Well, there you go.
0: Right? <laughs> I was just like, you stole some of the last humanity from a fucking cyborg that just looks like a robot.
1: Holy shit. Listen... <laughs> Rogue has been a
0: problem from the jump.
1: Um, I mean, I never forgave her or any of those X Men for leaving uh, Gambit in Antarctica to freeze to death. Uh, was, that like, 90s? Yes, that was that the nineties? Yes, that was the nineties. The they had, they found out. Um, they found out that he had had something to do with the Morlock massacre, or he had like. Unknowingly, yeah. like unknowingly, led sinister to the Morlocks or something uh, like that, uh, um, and they leave him in order to, get, to die. Like they, like they hands is clean. Like they all haven't been criminals at one point or another. Um, That's one thing that
0: does bug me. That X Men keeps forgetting. It's like it's like okay, yeah. So many of them have a dirty past or have like have been through some shit, and it's like yeah. Then suddenly they don't know, and I'm like like okay. So if Star grew up as a thief at some point how often do we get to see that she has just basic practical skills jubilee she helped like freaking wolverine escape the reavers thank you and i'm like she wasn't fighting them she just knew how to get away and survive jubilee was
1: badass yeah let's just be honest about that so uh, uh but these anyway that's let's awesome. get away from the big two. Let's get, get away just from the make big, big although, although, before we hop away from the big two, we do have to talk about Storm. Okay. Because Storm, my favorite Storm is Powerless Storm.
0: when she's just shanking fools yes. and beating
1: them down. With a mohawk and dressed in black leather. And she does not
0: need a power. She is leading the X-Men and beating asses. What I loved was that was her look in 80s New York. Yes. Right? So it's like... Like, people were, you know, people would kind of look, but I mean, it's 80s New York. Yes. People were dressing like that anyway.
1: And she, it was just wonderful. I I feel like whoever dressed her like that was inspired by Grace
0: Jones one night and was just like, this is how Storm will look. Did you know that um, Dazzler was originally supposed to be based off of Grace Jones?
1: Really? You know, I feel like Dazzler, if if we're going to stick with the X-Men for a little bit, I feel like Dazzler gets a bum rap. We all know she was created as a marketing tool to like for a disco album that I don't think ever came out. This is common knowledge, but you know what? Dazzler has grown as a character. Dazzle, there have been some wonderful Dazzlers. The Dazzler that led um, the universe hopping um, Exiles, Exiles yeah. who were trying to kill all the different evil Professor X's, which was a great series because then that there was that gay love story between Hercules and wolverine that i was deep into i actually need to get the last collection of that but that dazzler what there were two dazzlers our dazzler and a dazzler who was the last human being alive on a zombie overrun planet she was the last one to survive so some of these dazzlers are badass
0: well since dazzler's powers that she converts sonic energy into light, light lasers mm-hmm. so what happens when black bolt comes around her Right? Like, I mean, there's so many ways in which you can take people who are, like, Uber in one way and team them up with, like, these folks, and they never do. I mean... Yeah. But yes, lay off
1: Dazzler Internet. She got... She's got some chops, I believe. Yeah. Alright, so, drifting away from the big two. Um, so, my favorite manga woman warrior is Battle Angel Lita. We... Yes, we've talked about Battle Angel Lita. I need
0: to read the second series. The second series... Uh, so, I love the whole series. Um, the second series, I do have to say, does get more cracktastic. Well, and you know, I like me some people, cracktastic fiction. Yeah, some people are good with that. And some people are like, "This is bullshit," and I'm just like, yeah. "Listen, the more cracky, the better."
1: Yeah. I like, uh, I like it when my lead character slits his own throat to summon a god. I like
0: all that stuff. So, you read the first series all the way through? Yeah. Okay, so you remember when they made all those androids that were copies of her? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so, for the audience, uh, Ballinger Alita takes place in, like, far future, dystopian cyberpunk, and Alita is basically the cyborg, um, this doctor basically just finds her brain in her head. Yes. And he puts her back together, and turns out she has badass martial arts, but she can't remember how she learned them. And she, you know, ends up hunting criminals, doing all kinds of shit, and the shady government decides they're going to make androids copying her, because they want, they're like, "Oh, your battle data is really good. Mm-hmm. We, we want to have secret agents that work like this." And you know, some more shit happens. One of the androids gets basically decides, "Fuck the program. I'm doing my own thing." Well, that's that's Android number six. And that android, um, in the second series, comes back Ooh. and has uh, changed into male gender. Interesting. Um, and specifically because he's like, I actually feel better in this body. Really? Okay. So, that's pretty interesting. That
1: is pretty interesting. You don't see that often. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of badass women. And, oh, well. No, I don't want to. I'm, I'm gonna have to, well, you know, we've talked about how geekiness is not just about sci-fi and fantasy. I'm going to say Cookie from Empire. I need to watch this. I'm sad that you haven't.
0: Yeah. Cookie
1: is, um, the woman I want to be. I don't know where that sentence was going, but Cookie is someone important to me. Um, I feel like I, I want to, I don't know. I feel like Cookie is Rihanna in 20 years, after she served some time for some shit. And now she has even less fucks and a broom to beat your ass with.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. I'm just thinking about how like, would it be? I'm thinking more as like, is it Rihanna in like 25 or 30 years? I feel like Rihanna has a little more like vitrol to give of her own before it transforms <laughs> into that new um, new new Super Saiyan vitrol. Like,
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, um, so speaking of comics, these, this was bought by the big two, mm-hmm. but. um. Wildcats. Yeah, okay. Which was a very interesting comic because of the twist that happens part way in, which I don't know if you remember. I totally followed
0: Wildcats. So,
1: Wildcats, let's just sum it up Interstellar War. um, I forget what the good, quote unquote, good species is called, but there's that species. I think they're Karens, whatever. And then the Daemonites. Okay. Um, And so basically it's all these people on Earth who are part good species, who are being gathered together to fight these evil Daemonites on Earth. Okay. Um, So the Daemonites can possess bodies and do all this and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Team of superheroes. There's some problematic in there. Priscilla Catane, who is known as Voodoo. Oh. Um, And is part black when they need to justify that her name is Voodoo. And then
0: progressively lighter as the series goes on. <laughs> yeah,
1: yes. But um, actually a very, very powerful character. If you total up like all her powers, she mm-hmm. could probably kick everyone's ass. Um, but uh, she's part Daemonite as well, you find out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's a basic story. Superheroes on Earth, some of these people, a couple of people on the team are like millennially old, actual, full-blooded Karens from the planet. Okay. The interesting part happens... When they get to the home planet again. Okay. And you discover that the Daemonites are an oppressed and enslaved species.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: Right? So the
0: Daemonites they've
1: been fighting on Earth are rebels. And the Karens are some motherfuckers that lead... I mean, the Daemonites live in ghettos. They're not allowed to have certain jobs. Mm. Um... And Voodoo, when they find out that she is part Daemonite, she ends up be- being put in the ghetto. And she ends up turning on everyone and fermenting revolution.
0: Well, there you go. Especially because
1: her friend, like, one of her best friends, the woman who trains her in the martial arts, turns on her. So, I like Voodoo as a badass because she's like, you know what? You trained me, you turned on me, you still fucked up. You don't get to enslave people. Throw me, Mm-mm. Right. So, I support that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm um, oh well, I guess we ha- I have still haven't seen Mad Max.
0: yeah, you know what? let's see that tomorrow. okay, let's go I'll see cover that tomorrow. You if you can't you know yeah let's let's see that because
1: yes, <laughs> yes, let's go see that. I'm all about it. um and maybe our next episode will be Mad Max focused because I will have finally seen this film. I've been really bad about films lately. I haven't seen like a lot of films in the last year. Um, I have been read. So I picked up a book. Um, you know what? Let it, let's not talk about it. Never
0: mind. Okay. Let's go to something else. Let's then, go which, to something else. So, I, video games. Um, I think it's really interesting. Um, when and where video game fulls have a badass woman were, and in only which ways.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, number one. For how long were women warriors reg- regulated, and are still regulated in some games, to the archer? Yeah. It's always the, 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 the distance warrior. The underdressed, underdressed archer. Right. Lord knows you don't need armor if arrows are going to be coming your way. Look, but don't touch.
0: Hee hee. Twang twang.
1: <laughs> <Like>. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's freaking ridiculous. Or the sorceress. Or the sorceress. And Lord knows, I love me a magic user. We've talked about this. If yeah. if I have the option, I play a magic user or the analog any fucking time. Right. So I ended up playing the sorceress a lot because I was just like, I want to shoot fools with lightning. That is my dream. That is my hope for the future.
0: Why would I not play it in a game? You know, hey, if they plump when you cook them, like you might as well. Right. <laughs> That's all I want.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Real bad guy.
1: Force lightning is all I want out of life. Um,
0: Oh my god. Okay, so that actually reminds me of... Frick, why am I forgetting her name? Uh, There is a character, she showed up in the Star Wars cartoon that they did just a while ago. Anushka? Anushka?
1: I don't remember. Was she Anakin's Anakin's apprentice? Yes, Yes. Yes.
0: she is dope as fuck, and uh, I guess in the new series that they're about to do... She's coming back as a Jedi Master. In the live-action series or in the next cartoon? In series? the next cartoon. Okay. Um, and so I'm hyped about that. And it was funny because they were saying um, when they were doing, like, the first series, they didn't realize, when they were doing that last series, they didn't realize she would be this popular. And I'm, like, looking at people, I'm like, okay, so first off, Star Wars has been generally terrible about gender. Mm-hmm. And what you have here is you have a character who is smart who is brave, and the fact is, she is, has the same personality of Anakin, except she actually cares about people. And the reason she does rash, stupid shit is because she's 14. Like, you can go, okay, you're 14, I get why you didn't think this through. Rather right? than being a dumbass. Right. And so it's like, well, so I'm like, it's like Anakin, except good. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, you wonder why people thought this was awesome? And... It's another thing, which is Star Wars has not been terribly great about race. Nope. But the one thing, and you know, I'm not going to say it's like it's a good thing, but her features are not necessarily white people's features, Mm -hmm. which allows people to kind of code differently and identify differently.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But let's say
0: this. I
1: told
0: your ass,
1: J.J. Abrams. Oh. I was like, what did you tell me? No, not you. Not Not I told you, J.J. Abrams, not to make Lupita an alien. And what the fuck did you go ahead and do but make her an alien? A wrinkled old alien, too. Yeah. Pete, I just want to point out how people will go to any lengths to make a beautiful dark-skinned woman not beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. How people will go to any lengths to desexualize her. Mm -hmm. And that J.J. Abrams can suck it. He already ruined one series. And now he's on the path to ruin another. Don't even get me started on that goddamn lightsaber. With a lightsaber guard so you can slice off your fingers. I... As soon as J.J. Abrams admitted that he had never watched Star Trek... Yeah. I knew Star Wars was doomed. So, God bless y'all fans, I'm I'm sorry for what's coming. I'll be watching the movies, but I'll be having a bottle of tequila next to me. Uh
0: okay. We were about to go into video games before it got Star Wars. It's had um, to happen. Um, yeah, yep. video um, games, so... Yeah, always the sorcerer, always the archer, mm-hmm. or, you know, pretty much like the fast, lightweight fighter if it's a fighting game.
1: Yes. Um, which, you know, I, I, speaking of badasses in video games, Mm -hmm. one of the first female badasses I remember that I used to love to play was Miss Chun-Li in Street Fighter.
0: It's interesting how Chun-Li has become a very default Street Fighter character, Mm -hmm. in the sense that, like, not just like, oh, she's iconic, but like, she is a learner character. Mm -hmm. And the fact is, everyone's like, oh, if you want to learn how to play Street Fighter, starting with Chun-Li is always a good choice. And, even though she's a good learner character, she's usually a pretty high-tier character if you're if you're a hardcore fighter as well. Yeah. So it's not like a thing where it's like, oh, and then you move on to something else. It's like, no, she can still be the thing you stick with and whip ass with.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because if you know Chun-Li's moves, you cannot be touched. And you can whoop that ass. And I used to love to play me some Chun-Li. Oh my god, that was the best character. And then do... Wait we have to detour to talk about the horrible amazing Street Fighter movie. <sighs> now that I never saw the they did a Chun li only movie didn't they with Kristen crook yeah, yeah. I, I make my I made my choice not to watch that because I couldn't handle yeah but that first film with Raul Julia's and bison
0: I have not seen it <gasps>
1: oh there's gonna have sh- to be a viewing.
0: I'm not sure I could deal with it. Oh, you're going to you deal heard, with it. You heard <laughs> all the shit going on. What? When they were filming it. Like what? Raw uh, Julia was dying of cancer. Oh well, yeah. And they were basically in Thailand, and most of the fucking cast were like getting high and, and basically having child sex. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm just like, uh, like, audience, you can't see my face where I got the, like, uh huh. Uh.
1: You know what? We'll watch it in a way that means they'll never make a dime off of it. <laughs> I
0: because mean, I know they'll never make a dime off of it. It's just a thing where I'll be watching it, thinking, like, how high is this person? Did they sleep with kids on this show? I don't know. I just will have terrible thoughts while I watch it. I mean, it let's like
1: just be honest. You should be thinking that every time you watch a Hollywood film. It's true. It's um, yeah. true. But, okay, well, we're going to move off that topic. Yeah. We're going to move to something.
0: Something better. Something more (laughs) Um. (laughs) Jesus-approved. Tables were flipped. Tables were pulled and ears were cut. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus-approved. And jesus Jesus approves of all of that. Um, Have you seen Chocolate? The Thai movie.
1: No, I thought you were talking about Chocolat
0: with Juliette Binoche for a second. I was like, where she's Um, a baker? This is, uh, it's got problematic, but it's interesting. Basically, teenage girl Mm -hmm. who is, um, the problematic part is that basically she is not, she is like, like autistic or something in a way to where she understands movement very well, but not, doesn't interact socially normally. Mm -hmm. So she can copy people's martial arts. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the Paul Mac part, but the awesome part is basically she whips off. It's a whole movie here, whipping the shit out of people with martial arts.
1: I do appreciate that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Okay, so let's talk
1: about. Speaking of problematic characters that you still love, we're going to go back in time to the X Men films. Which ones? The ones that didn't make you want to carve out your eyes with, like... Oh, the ones that range food. between...
0: And, so that was all right. Exactly. And, okay. Okay.
1: We're talking one, two, maybe three. Three had a whole lot of problems.
0: Why can I not just... You could give me a three-movie series of just, um, 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 what's her name? Mystique. Mystique as a secret agent. Yes. And I would watch that.
1: Well, that that is who you I wanted me. to bring up.
0: You know, I would love to see someone do a memento style movie with Mystique where you as the audience aren't sure if you're watching Mystique or an actual character in any given scene, and then you have to watch it five times to figure it out. I would love that. Give that to me. Marvel, please. Fox. Who owns the X-Men? I think it's Fox. Yeah, unfortunately it's Fox. Oof. Fox.
1: So here's the thing. The only reason three is worth a goddamn is for that line. When they have mystique,
0: no, that was a two. Is it two? I, you know, when she says that's my slave name, that's three. I'm pretty sure it's two.
1: I feel like it's three because it was you, me, and Deluxe Vivens, and we went to the movies, and we were like, that was the only salvageable part about that film.
0: Was that the one that also had, um, like, uh, Magneto rips the bridge and kind of twists it around? Yeah, that's three because uh, that's the one in San Francisco.
1: Okay. Because that's the one where, uh, she, remember they rescue her, but she gets shot, saving Magneto, and he's yeah. like, she used to be so pretty. Whatever. Yeah. Um, two is the one where we lose Jean Grey. Three is the one where she comes back and she's the phoenix on the bridge, oh, yeah. and then yeah. there's that weird hypersexual murder scene between her and Wolverine. And Wolverine. I did not enjoy. Um, oh. like, that movie is just a fail all over the board, except for what? Mystique saying, I don't answer to my slave name when they try and call her Raven Darkhold, which could be problematic, but also aligns her with being like, no, not the name you gave me, the name I chose, motherfucker. That's what you'll call me. Right. I appreciated that.
0: Uh, God. Uh, that's good F- movie. movie. So sad. I
1: mean, they're sad, but no, there's no
0: but. They're just sad. It's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you've got all these decades of really good stories you can call upon and, like, condense into a movie, and then you just consistently fuck it up. That's the part that I look at and go, why? Like, like, I don't mind if you redesign, like, the costumes. That's fine. I don't care if you update the language or, you know, that's all fine. But it's just, like, this is what you decide to do with all these great plots? Why? I don't know. Dad face. Um, Women Thor? You heard about this?
1: Woman Thor. Who is
0: she? Have we gotten the reveal yet Oh, um, they she did is? the reveal, um, but I didn't I haven't been keeping up with it. Dave knows Dave Damn told it. Me a little while ago. But um I like the fact that basically like, yeah, she's Thor, that's it. Like, good sees Thor, she's whipping ass. Cause Thor is an asshole a lot of the time. Yeah, I Oh, Mm -hmm.
1: talking about women badasses, we have to talk about Orphan Black.
0: You know, I haven't watched that
1: either. Why do you vex me so? Orphan Black is necessary viewing. Okay. I mean, I'm behind. Is this the one,
0: this isn't the one where they keep erasing the women's
1: minds, is it? No, that's Dollhouse. Okay, sorry. No no one needs to watch Dollhouse.
0: That all kind of started around when I was in chemo, and I just said, I'm just going to avoid all these kinds of shows. Because I don't like this mind-rape shit. No, no, no. Okay. Dollhouse,
1: no one needs to watch Dollhouse. It is... It is my enemy. I would destroy it if I could. Orphan Black is about... So, audience, forgive me. You probably already know this. It is about a
0: woman who
1: is, um... Adopted. Her daughter is with her adopted mother. She's come back to visit her. She sees a woman commit suicide on the train tracks. She realizes the woman looks exactly like her. Like exactly. Oh, so is this some of the
0: clones? Yes.
1: Okay. So she takes the woman's identity. Woman has to be happens to be a cop that's being investigated by the IA for a shooting and has all this money. And so it's just down the fucking rabbit hole. And it is amazing. That main actress, Tatiana, oh, I will fuck up her last name, so I'm not gonna try.
0: Um Sorry, I just remembered Homegirl's name from Star Wars. Ahsoka. God damn. Oh, Ahsoka, there you go. Yes. But, um...
1: Goddamn, Orphan Black. Okay. Goddamn. Okay. Because, now, you gave me clones, you gave me queer man of color, you gave me queer clone, a lesbian clone, you gave me a trans clone. <laughs> like, there was just clones, amazing clones, all up and through. And I'm behind, but... That show is one of the – and when we talk about her, I always have to always bring up also um, uh, Six from Battlestar Galax- Star- Galactica and um, – Starbuck? Well, not Starbuck, actually. Six and Boomer is what I'm thinking of specifically yeah. this time. Because I'm thinking of women who have to play these multiple characters. With – But are different characters and different nuance and do it so well. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I love them. They're amazing.
0: So, like, I know it's obvious, but Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the thing that, uh, you know, I need to get more up on my lore, but something that one of my homies told me was that actually all the Amazons could block bullets. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so... Why can't you just give me a comic with an Amazon team just going the fuck off? Because I would be there for that. Well, yeah, yes. You know why? Because DC.
1: Because DC, and when J. might Well, less said about Amazon's attack, the better. The more said about Gail Simone's run on that, the better.
0: Yes. Because Gail
1: Simone gave you good Wonder
0: Woman. What? Gave you fantastic I love Wonder when she did the time travel to fantasy shit. Yes. You know, like, oh, okay.
1: Gail Simone is one of the best writers working in comics today, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so yes, her Wonder Woman is one of the best Wonder Womans that you will ever find. Yeah. Um, speaking of, mm-hmm. there's a, Okay. I so was gonna also say
0: show up, to talk about, but go ahead.
1: Gail Simone's Red Sonya. Mm-hmm. Fan fucking tastic Red Sonya. I've always been a fan of Red Sonja. The movie is problematic. No one's trying to deny that. Um, it's, it's, it's a rape and revenge story. It's problematic as its base. But that film with Brigitte Nielsen, if Brigitte Nielsen never did anything else in her life, and she didn't, Red Sonia is enough to just, just enshrine her in the Hall of Fame. Red Sonja is that movie I watch when I hate men. And I love Brigitte, six-foot-seven Brigitte Nielsen with her big-ass sword and long red hair cutting fools down. It is fantastic. And Gail Simone took that character, revamped that comic, and it is genius. Um, And I think Gail Simone has a very deft touch, especially when it comes to fantasy. Yeah. yeah. She
0: knows what she's doing. She definitely knows fantasy very, very well.
1: She knows what she's doing. She... She, it is a intense problem in my mind that she is not considered on the same level as Neil Gaiman because she is she oh, is yeah. better than Neil Gaiman in my yeah. opinion. But that's just my opinion. Um, okay,
0: so there's an anime which I saw a while back and maybe we should watch at some point. It's called Beyond the Boundary. And okay. it does this... Okay, so... Uh, it's a, another one of the anime that falls into modern supernatural. Okay. There's Demons in the world, and people hunt them. That's all pretty much. Yes, you do. Um, it does this thing that I've noticed some anime start doing, where it's like, if you have a male and a female lead, it looks like it's going to be about the guy, and then it doesn't. Ooh, um, I prefer. Her. You know, I mean, granted, it's about both of them, but it's clear she's the warrior. Okay. And it doesn't seem that way initially. But then you realize, it's like, no, he really can't fight that good. <laughs> and it's not like he thinks he can fight that good, he's like, no. I'm not really a fighter, and I'm only going to in the mix if I absolutely have to because I'm not really a fighter. <laughs> and she basically has defined for me epic badass woman because she gets into a point where she fights against an army of demons alone Ooh. for a very extended
1: time. I love a woman who kills her way through an army of demons. Yeah. I always have. It's the only reason I watched the third season of Supernatural, because that's when you got the demon Ruby, who killed her way through that mob into the police station, and then was like, anyone have some gum? Demon guts (laughs) flew in my mouth while I was killing my way in here, and I was like, marry me. Marry (laughs) me. You're amazing. Um... Should we go to Why Must
0: It Be? Oh, there's so many Why Must It Be's this week. Well, how about I start off? Because I haven't had some in a while. Yes, please go. A friend of mine, this is this is going to borrow from a friend of mine, because they pointed something out that I hadn't thought about. Mm-hmm. So I guess, sort of the card game Magic the Gathering, it's been going on Yay! since uh, I left high school. Maybe I shouldn't cheer because I don't know what's coming. Well, but, but I used you, to play Magic yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, it, it's a great game as far as games go, yeah. and it's like, shit, it's been going since I left high school, so that's a damn mm-hmm. long time. But those like, tournaments pay. Yeah, and so so basically Magic the Gathering, you know, every year, every twice a year, they, they put out new cards, right? Because that's their hustle. They sell yeah. more cards, it's their crack. And um sets are themed, right? Like, this one is all about monsters, and this and that and the other. So, I guess the newest set's gonna have a whole bunch of different cultures. Uh-oh. And, right. you know, like, Magic has not been terrible. You know, they don't have the most racist art or anything. No, but, but it's still not good. But one of my friends, you know, he's he's um, he's um Indian. And he pointed out, he said, huh. So, India's gonna, you know, they're gonna have their version of India in this. And he's like, and they're gonna cover ten cultures, and they're gonna have this many cards. So, it means maybe we'll have about 30 cards that could potentially have Indian-looking people on them out of 500 cards or something. Like, he's like, and how long has Magic been around? And how many actual Indian people are going to, you know, Indian-looking people, Mm -hmm. as opposed to Indian monsters or the fact that in the very earliest card sets they had, an avatar card. They have all these things that are using Indian mysticism in Yes, turns. they did. And I'm just sort of like, yeah, huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and, you know, he's like, and even in this thing, pretty much, the setting is only existing for, like, white sorcerers to show up and destroy and conquer. And I'm just sort of like, why? I just don't understand why folk no, I do. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, Hey, here's the setting, though. Make an awesome fantasy thing. Okay, what are you going to do? We're going to grab a few things, slap it on? Why not make... What got you excited about this in the first place, right? You know, is literally Conquest the only thing that got you excited? Yeah. And if so, you should call it a different game. You know? The Magic of Colonialism? Okay. You know? Hey, the East India Trading Company game, right? We could play that, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's already a game, right? And it's
1: not a fun one. No. Um, God. Well, yeah, I agree with you. That's just yeah, it is <sighs> what it must be. And it's like magic is worldwide. It's worldwide, and it has been for years. It is one of the most long-lasting card games
0: I've ever heard of. Right. It's it's managed to stay. It's outlived like. Like, I mean, you've got, like, the Pokemon card game. Is that even still around? Is it even holding on? Like, it might be. I, don't I know, know. the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game is still kind of around. But yeah. But, I mean, it's just, like, the card games usually don't have that long of a lifespan. And since Magic the Gathering was the first, the fact that it does is really damn impressive. It is. And um, I remember that shit from the jump, that you would
1: craft those decks, and that was... And so I remember a lot of the cards, and when I think
0: through them, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that the very term that they use, mana, is Hawaiian, didn't has any Hawaiian characters ever showed up? Ever! Yeah. But I also feel like it's the question of, is that a blessing or a curse that they
1: never showed up? Because mm-hmm. what was Magic the Gathering going to do with them?
0: Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we'll see when these cards come out, I suppose. But, yeah. It's sort of like one of those things where you're like, and this is progress? Question mark. Wow. Yeah. Alright. So Which why must it be today? do you want to do? I don't know. I, I have... wanted to do something light because I was just like, there's so much going on right now.
1: There's so much. There's so much. Um, number one, let's just say from the jump, uh, Rachel Dolezal. Is that how you say her name? I'm assuming. Okay. I... Lady. I saw a picture and my immediate thought was, Maury, that's a white woman. That is a white woman. And the issue is not that she is a leader. I'm going to keep this short and sweet because many people have said it, and they've said it smarter than me, and you can go read their comments online. The issue is not that you are a member of the NAACP. The issue is not that you like black culture. The issue is not that you're in Africana Studies. The issue is that you lied and pretended to be black. That's the issue. There are plenty of white women who have been involved in Africana or, or African American or black studies. Plenty of white women who have married black work. men, who've adopted black children, who've done movement work, who've headed regional NAACP offices. Shoot, the NAACP didn't have all black leadership until like the fucking 60s or 70s. Right. So none of that is the issue here. But, the issue here is that you lied.
0: But let's talk about the fact also that she freaking sent her self hate mail.
1: Sent herself. The
0: NAACP offices are being literally bombed, literally threatened, really in actuality. Why would you do that except you just want attention? And that's, that's the thing to me. It's like people are really suffering and you're taking away resources and time and energy because you want
1: attention. Yeah.
0: That tells me there's no honesty at all here. This is all. It's all bullshit. Right. So let's, let's just
1: let that go because she doesn't need more attention. If you believe, if you dare to compare this with transgender stuff, though, or used to have the word transracial that you that is not referencing a transracial adoptee, yeah. you can go suck a dick. You don't bring that shit around me, don't have anything to say about that.
0: Look, well, let me add to that. They can suck a broken glass dick. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Don't talk to me about transracial bullshit, because, no. Yeah. Okay, so that, just get that out of my soul.
0: Yeah, no, I get it.
1: My main rant is about just a very specific plot twist. Okay. Not (laughs) even a plot twist. People do, you know what, I'm going to broaden it. People do it in everyday life. People do it um, in fiction. People do it everywhere. Okay. And what it is, is the, I'm not blank, but... Bullshit. Okay, give me give me a
0: context. Here we go.
1: So I was reading this trilogy, going along, having a happy old time. Uh-huh. I reached the third book, and there is a rape subplot that pops up.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Now um, I'm not naming author or book or anything because yeah. I don't want to. But um, it's a subplot, and it's a character that the main character ends up knowing. Uh-huh. Um, they're in college. He ends up being accused of the rape. Okay.
0: He didn't do it. Okay. Now,
1: I knew this shit was going to get shady because prior to this, we're inundated with scenes of how much she likes to party. And how she's hung over some mornings. And how she drinks a lot. And so I'm like, I can already see where this is going. But you were so good through these first two books. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna keep going because I I want this to be good. I want this to be good, and so I kept reading. Um, she hits on the main character, who is queer, so he and has a boyfriend. So he's like, you know, no, thank you. Okay. Um, he goes to visit the boyfriend. He comes back. There, are police in his room. There's been an assault. Uh Uh-huh. So, here's the issue I'm having with this. This mother... This author... Had the nerve... To put in this character's mouth... Now, he calls the... He calls... Uh... Uh, lawyer and, like, another person before he says anything to the police. Uh Uh-huh. And the reason he gives her this, because when they find out that he was gone the whole weekend, they're like, well, why didn't you just tell us that? Because I know how you guys just like to solve these rape cases no matter what. Now, what in the ever-loving fuck? What college campus do you know that is all up in arms to solve the rape cases that happen on their campus? The reason that a lot of college rapes aren't even reported is because most campuses can't give less than two shits about catching the men who do this.
0: Most campuses will get the women off the damn campus. Thank you. You You'll flunk them out of everything. Thank you. Yeah.
1: So number one, what the ever-loving fuck, okay? So that's number one. I actually kept reading, unfortunately.
0: So, so, let me know if we're coming back to you, I'm not blank. That yes, we're coming to it now. We're coming
1: okay. to it now. So, when, um, I kept reading, and the woman, the girl who was assaulted and accused him
0: okay.
1: comes to see him after he's been cleared. Okay. And he's like, you know, I really don't want to see you or talk to you right now.
0: Valid. Okay. Okay. Valid. Okay.
1: Don't want to interact with you right now. Then the words come out of their, of his mouth. I'm not victim blaming. But.
0: Oh, okay.
1: You can't get drunk every night and not expect something bad to happen to you like that. Got it. Saying I'm not victim blaming. I'm not. I'm not being racist. To be racist. Yeah. I'm not being sexist. Does not mean the next words out of your mouth aren't that very fucking thing. And most likely actually signals to anyone in the know that the next words out of your mouth are going to be fucked up. Right. And you know they're going to be fucked up. Because That's you why you're it trying it to preface it. Yeah. yeah. That's why you're trying to preface it. You know it's fucked up. Don't give me those oh dear doe eyes when I call you on that shit and say no, you're being racist right now. No, but I said I'm not trying
0: I don't... You said that because you knew. But that's what I'd be like, give me your wallet. Okay. I'm not trying to be a thief right now as I pull the money out and then hand you back the wallet.
1: Right. You're taking my money. No, I'm not. I'm I'm not trying to be a thief. I'm just... I... Just... Just be in your feelings. Just say what you feel and go from there. So,
0: so it's funny because I feel like... So, I did a rant last week on fuckboyism. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, you know, as a straight dude, fuckboy tendencies are, are rampant. We're yes. for that. And I feel like a lot of times when I hear... When I see this bullshit from authors, I feel like it's either... It's either open fuckboy, Frank Miller. Oh. Or... Trying to be undercover fuckboy, which is, like, the shit you're talking about. Yeah. Where it's, like, you hold your hands in front of your face. You can't see me. You can't see me. <laughs> you know, like... I'm just... I'm tired of it. And this ties
1: in to the Rachel Dolezal thing, too. Because pe- that's, that's one of the ways people are defending her. I'm not being racist, but why can't a white woman pretend to be black if she feels connected to your culture? Because it's racist. Because yeah. you don't get to put on our identity and take it off when it gets inconvenient for I, you. I
0: come back to this very basic question. How does this help the harmed population? Thank how does you. this help the people who are harmed? And, you know, the first thing that came to my mind when people started making these fake comparisons of trans-ethnic da, da da is, you know, um, you saw when OutKast did the reunion tour? Mm-hmm. You see how Andre 3000 howled them shirts? Yeah. One of the shirts had Across all cultures, darker people suffer more. Why? And I was just like, you want to talk trans-ethnic? First answer that question. Yeah. Then we can have a conversation. That's a word. You know. then, Then we can have a real conversation. Otherwise, you need to shut up. Like, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Otherwise, there's nothing else to say to you. Yeah. So... That whole preface of, I'm not, yeah, I'm just tired of it, and I'm not going to stand for it anymore. And the next time someone says something like that to me, I'm going to, it's not like I don't do it already, <laughs> um, but I'm going to straight up look at them and be like, but you are being racist right now. Yeah. As soon as you say, I'm not being racist, but you've already, and you know it, and I know it, and the whole world knows it. Right. So I'm and not going to sit about here. Your
0: mouth is fucked up. Right? And I'm not
1: going to sit here with some pretend social compact. And pretend like what you said wasn't fucked up, or what you said was okay, because you're trying to be a good person. Well, and but, I know the reason you're saying it to me as a dark skin person is that you want my fucking validation that, that you're that, not racist. That is so okay. Yeah, that but, what you're thinking is okay, and it's not okay. The it's thing never that okay. Me the
0: most about this when we talk about fiction, mm. movies, TV, or books, is the fact that you created this situation. To justify you saying this. Yeah. That we're supposed to be okay with it. But it's like, you're the one who made this whole thing up. Like, under that logic, like, this is how Birth of the Nation works. Right? Like, it's like, like you made up a completely fake situation to justify your rationale, which has no basis in reality. And, you know, thank God. This is, this is a...
1: Anti-recommendation, non-recommendation. Okay. I'm going to not recommend some. I ain't even seen it. Just because I've heard from enough people that know. And that is Sense8. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Did I,
0: I've heard it. Listen, one
1: of my coworkers came in and looked at me. And he's not much for political things. And he looked at me and he was like, don't you watch Sense8? He was like, it's horrible and it's racist and I don't even know what was happening when they tried to compare Chicago with Nigeria. And they fucked all this shit up. And he was like, don't don't watch it. Don't watch it. And I was like,
0: oh, okay. I'm trying to remember, is Sensei like a Netflix original? It's a Netflix original. See, I'm already super wary after freaking, after Daredevil.
1: See, the only Netflix original, well... Orange is the New Black, it gets good reviews. I admit I have not watched Orange is the New Black, because I have not been able to get through those first three episodes where we're supposed to care about Piper, and I just can't care about her. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, but I've really enjoyed Grace and Frankie. Okay. Um, but, yes, to I'm get... I'm
0: just kind of weird. I mean, like, I did watch House of Cards, but, like, it, j- I got tired of it, like, after the second season, I was like, I'm done now. The,
1: the American yeah. House of Cards makes very little sense in terms of politics. You should watch the British one, which is also on Netflix. It's much better. Yeah, Um, but yeah, that is my rant. Don't don't come at me with the I'm not blank but bullshit anymore. Yeah, I don't have time for it. I am almost eighteen years old. (laughs) 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 See, you didn't have to laugh like that. I'm not lying, allow me to demonstrate my principle. I am a smooth 19, and I don't have time, I don't have enough time in my life left for this bullshit anymore. So that's what I have to say about that.
0: Yay. So.
1: Oh, oh. Before we go, I will be appearing on, if I have my Days Right, the next Nerdgasm Noir Network podcast after this goes up. Oh, okay. I think. I might have my days wrong, but I think I have them right, so it should be the one after this one, after this podcast goes up. So that's going to be awesome, because I love those girls. They're amazing. Um... We see them at Wiscon, and they're fantabulous. Mm-hmm. So that should be a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of dra- drama and a whole lot of giggling, which and is my favorite thing. <laughs> you know shit-talking is what I do best. I don't know why I can't get a check.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Yay. it for me. Do you have anything you want to mention? I'm too tired to think straight at this point. All so right. we'll catch you all next time. This has been Our Woman and Badass. We'll see you all next. Peace.